0: you deserve an advocate. The advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com. One, two, three. One. is now on ESPN Radio. Every time I play this song on the radio, I always think of Vanilla Sky and realize I need to watch that movie again. If you've been paying attention, I like weird movies. That's... It's a thing. I don't know. I just want to feel something. If I'm gonna spend two hours watching something, I want it to make me feel some sort of way. And the uh, the most consistent way to feel is weird. <laughs> Welcome back. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX by Ted Television, and the ESPN MT app. Miss anything in the first hour of the show. You can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, and the MSU bookstore. Are you ready for the best news ever? Yes. Uh, Canyon River opens on Saturday.
1: Oh, thank God. I am so ready for golf season, let me tell you. Did you
0: know that the biggest golf tournament in the world began today? You probably had no idea. The Masters? Yes. At least you knew what it was called.
1: I did know that because of TikTok. Okay. <laughs> and my friend did used to live in Augusta.
0: Oh, nice. So, What a place to live. Yeah. You're listening to The Chick Doesn't Know Sports here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Why did your friend live in Augusta?
1: Her husband was an army doc, mm. and so they lived in various places. Got it. And there's, Augusta, a military, there's a
0: military base there, yeah. Yeah,
1: San Antonio.
0: Yeah. A, colleague, a colleague of ours uh, who worked in TV here in Montana, he got a job in Augusta. Oh, so he got to cover the masters every year, but then he gave that job up and moved back to Montana. Montana's sweet, I'm glad you yeah. moved back, but that I was mean, like a pretty sweet gig.
1: I imagine Augusta's cool for a week,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, yeah, it's yeah, that's his joke on Twitter too. He always tweets out pictures of him at Augusta like during this week. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, the the most the thing I missed the most about Augusta, the only one week a right. year I missed from living there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, do you have a uh So did you know that the Masters was coming up?
1: I mean, I saw it on TikTok, but I don't care. Do
0: you have a favorite in this tournament?
1: I don't even know who's playing. (laughs) Is Tiger Woods playing? (laughs) He is. Oh, Tiger Shots, 74
0: today. Not great. Okay. Uh, Have you watched Full Swing? No. On Netflix? You should. Okay. It's like a reality TV show right up your alley. It just happens to be about PGA guys. Okay. But they're also very rich and very bougie in there. Oh, I like rich and bougie. Their wives are very... Rich and bougie. I, uh, yes, they. Oh, all
1: right. Very I'll watch much it. like
0: spending their husband's money and. Sounds great. Yeah,
1: I'm in. You know, I mean, we, it's probably not as good as Vanderpump Rules, but I'll try it.
0: <laughs> well, you should try it simply because you're always so astounded by how much money these people make. Right. These guys make like insane money. Okay. Uh, it's it's amazing, and because it's such a short duration, you play four days of golf and win like three million dollars. Like your per day rate is so high. That's you like know? my
1: dream job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me? No kidding. Okay, what do you got today?
1: well I want to talk a little bit about the whole um, Caitlin Clark Angel Reese oh baby all the stuff
0: I this is uh, I think this is among the most compelling talk points that talking points that has arisen in American culture in a while because yeah. this has everything within the sort of the microcosm of what people are commentating about when it comes to this this uh, I mean, what do you call it scenario
1: yeah I don't really understand I if you watched a 5 second clip. Yes, you could see that that was like, oh wow, Caitlin's really or Angel's really getting Caitlin's face. That's crazy. Excuse me, my ring doorbell's
0: going. We're on. leaving that in.
1: Go ahead. Um but when you look at it, the whole game, these people get in each other's faces. They talk smack. Caitlin Clark did it in other games. I've seen, I mean, when they mic up football players, they're talking smack. They're saying really nasty I mean, stuff.
2: Who's who's
0: the most, one of the most beloved athletes of all time? Michael Jordan. Sure. Michael Jordan talks more smack than than maybe anybody ever. Yeah. It, he just happens to do it with a million dollar smile. And the, the way that they used to cut up all the highlights used to make him look so good. But when he's sitting there smiling, oh, talking, yeah. he's talking so much smack For to sure. the other team. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, I think Angel Reese is adorable. First of all, she is sure. the cutest thing and um I was really proud of her for standing up for herself at the end saying like I'm just doing what everyone else does and right. I'm being, you know, targeted. And Caitlin Clark came out and said, "Please don't say anything bad about Angel. She was doing what we all do," which yep. I thought was classy. Um so that's all I really wanted to say about that. I know we're 4 days late. This is what happens when you yeah. I
0: only can come on once a week. <laughs> Check it out on Sports Here on ESPN Radio. Um I thought Angel Reese the action itself you could ter- certainly deem as unsportsmanlike. The pointing at the ring or the pointing at the ring and you know she was she was saying it's it's more than just a one-man show to Caitlin Clark. You can deem it as unsportsmanlike, yet I still have no problem with it.
1: Well, Caitlin Clark had done a couple things in other games. She no had, question. yeah. So, and no one said anything.
0: Totally. So. And, and, and there's this, there's this implication and, and, in some cases, statement of racism attached to this. But um I thought what Angel Reese got the, up there in the postgame press conference it was phenomenal because she basically said, "You all say that I'm too ghetto and I'm too hood, and I don't care. This is who I am. This is how I am." And you know, take it or leave it.
1: And then she was cute and she said maybe I got a little carried away and like giggled and she was cute about I mean she's she's great.
0: I I think this is more than anything, I said this on the show on Monday. If we've determined that college sports is business, big business, Mm -hmm. and we have, then this is nothing but good for business.
3: Because people Uh, are talking
0: about women's basketball and there are some things about this that maybe are controversial or whatever, but we're having a a water cooler argument five days after the national championship and everybody around America is talking about this. And And this game was viewed by more people than has ever watched a women's basketball game.
1: 2.5 million women watched the, or people watched the women's NCAA final. But that's maybe. On ESPN.
0: Last year then? 12, watched it this year, 12 million people. Then maybe is the, I, maybe is I wrote official, it down is the official statistic.
1: The most watched NBA game on ESPN yeah. was 2.15 million. I totally
0: believe that. I mean, this NCAA Women's Basketball Championship had higher ratings than any NHL game ever. And
1: we talked about this last week a little bit, but I, I'm curious. I, I just don't think it's just because women's basketball's better. I mean, It I just, is, though. Why was Caitlin, it was better last year too? So what's uh, the difference?
0: There's several differences. Caitlin Clark is one of the big differences. Her emergence and how she plays, she she's incomparable. There's never really been a girl like her. Because she plays like Steph Curry, where she shoots the ball from like twenty-seven feet away mm-hmm. and she creates her own shot. It's all crazy and it's circus shots and fadeaways and all this stuff. And uh, she just plays with a certain pizzazz and a certain swag, too. There's also the element that she's on a Midwestern power in Iowa and plays with a bunch of white girls. That also makes it more marketable. Unfortunately, that's true. But I, I think that... Have you ever read read the tipping point, Malcolm Gladwell? No. That's what's happened in women's basketball. Women's basketball, as somebody that's covered more women's basketball than any other sport, my first beat as a sports writer was women's basketball. So I've, that's the thing I've covered the longest in my career. It has gotten incredibly better. But it's been coming and now there's just been this tipping point and I think that the culmination of factors Everybody's got Twitter now. Everybody's got Instagram. Basketball translates the easiest to that. Yes, I know. I don't ever have to sit down and watch Caitlin Clark play to know that Caitlin Clark is so sick. Because you can watch three-second highlights over and over and over again. But it's the same thing with Angel Reese. And then you have Kim Mulkey and her outfits. And and then you have the defending champion, South Carolina. They go undefeated. There's all these storylines that people think are cool on a national level. UConn's not out in front of everybody anymore. And it starts to build, it starts to build, and there's this tipping point, and I think that's exactly what's happened.
1: Okay. Well, I thought it was pretty exciting. Um, I'm not going to sit and watch any basketball, but
0: it's really fun. <laughs> I mean, it was
1: really fun to see. It's really cool to see women's sports being highlighted and celebrated like that.
0: Um, the cool. One of the other cool parts is there's still an essence of amateurism in women's college basketball in the fact that like, if there was male comparable male characters like this, those guys would almost certainly be going to the NBA. Yeah. They're not going to come back. These uh-huh. two young ladies are coming back. That's right. awesome.
1: That is true. Yep.
0: I mean, they, cl- I mean, Caitlin Clark could certainly enter the WNBA draft and get drafted, but I think she wants to run it back and see if she can win a national yeah, championship for sure. and same thing with Angel Reese. So, um, that part's cool too, because now the storyline builds, right? Like in men's basketball, That's true. You know, we now just,
1: next year it's going to be right. Yeah. um, Okay, so quick other note. So Jill Biden invited both teams oh, to the White House. And Angel Reese was pretty PO'd about that and outspoken, which I, I love. I love that she's so outspoken. Um, I don't really... I'm with Angel. You invite the winner to the White House. That's the tradition. That's right. You don't need to invite Iowa. I mean... Totally. It's a nice gesture, I guess. But, sure. you know, I just... I don't think so. I'll be interested to see how that plays out too. Uh,
0: Certainly going to be interesting. This is going to be a saga, no doubt. But uh, at the end of the day, like I said, there's controversial talking points embedded within this, but it's a fascinating conversation. Uh, I think a good conversation, and I think it's great for the game. I think it's awesome for women's basketball. Totally.
1: So last Saturday, my family and I were in Phillipsburg, and we went out to dinner, and it was in the middle of the San Diego State, Florida Atlantic game sure
0: last Saturday it was
1: actually really you'll appreciate that I was like oh it's only the second quarter we've got so much more to watch no idea and Dan said it's the second half
0: they play halves in men's college basketball well
1: I didn't know (laughs) anyway so we caught that last that buzzer beater is that what it's called buzzer beater Yes. That was so awesome. Super cool. Super fun to watch.
0: See, this is why March Madness rules right. all because you know nothing and you have no previous investment in this at all, but you can see that right there and that's entertaining no matter who you are. Totally. If you see it and you see the emotion and everybody's freaking out, it's just, it's it impossible cool. to not like.
1: Um, and then my husband turned to me right when that happened and said, that guy's getting some tonight. <laughs> and And then I said, I was just going to say that to you. Oh
0: man. <laughs> well, the thing is like they're, they're, I mean... Certainly, in Houston, it's not as if it's some crazy task. But also, though, it would be different if they were like at their on their own campus. You know sure. what I mean? All their friends and co-eds and go to the party, all that stuff. Right. Regardless, Lamont Butler, huge shot. Um, but
1: then they blew it in the
0: final. Well, I don't know about blew it. They uh, lost to a great team. Who and did they lose to? UConn. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> they lose to? <laughs>
0: uh, I love it. The chick who doesn't know sports, who didn't even know who won the national championship, here on uh, ESPN Radio on your Thursday. Uh, what else you got?
1: All right. Do you know who Tyreek Hill is? Uh, I do. He is a player on the Dolphins. Yep. He just signed, or he didn't just sign, but he's got a huge contract, like $120 million, That's right. And he's going to retire in 2026.
0: Mm, is that what he, he says he's retiring at the end of the contract, right? Yeah. Yep.
1: And this mama heart is so proud. Oh he's got a little business called Soul Runner Athletes. Okay. He is starting a gaming company called Soul Runner Gaming, which he already has a YouTube channel for.
4: Okay.
0: He
1: loves video games, I guess. Okay. Here's my point. He yep. is already setting himself up for mm. his post NFL life. Yeah. He he's got money. Totally. But he is he wants to have a business side when he's done. He's going to retire at an acceptable age and he is going to do great.
0: I mean, he was probably going to do great anyways. He got uh, probably $200 million by the time he's done play. But, yes, it's great that he's doing that.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, you know, this eSports thing is kind of a big for thing. Sure. UM has an eSports team.
0: For sure. So does Montana State.
1: Yeah, you could get a scholarship for this. Did we already talk about this? I they've feel like?
0: like they've both been, like, nationally prominent, I yeah. believe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, so he's going to do something similar. He's going to have, like, eSports athletes. and.
0: Yeah. I mean, LeBron James's son is one of the biggest esports athletes in the country already. Wait, which son? Bronny.
1: But he's an athlete athlete. He, he can't do both. He's doing both. I guess so is Tyreek Hill. So, yeah. um, but it made this, you know, you know how I like to know that they're
0: setting themselves <laughs>
1: up for success See, here's they're what, all done. If
0: I'm making this much money, here's what I'm doing. Actually, I'm not even going to say that on the radio. I, I can't. Oh. It's just real estate investments, <laughs> but then people... Yeah, uh, don't give
1: your ideas out. Yeah, you
0: can't give my ideas no. out. Yeah, I know. Uh, and the, uh, you know, part of the real estate crisis in Western Montana is people that own multiple homes, rent them out. It gets weird. Yeah. Uh, you went to yoga today.
1: I did. How was it? It was amazing.
0: I've been uh, trying to go three times a week to the Hot House yoga. It's so sweet. I got the a good routine going now. I go to a couple... Classes at the Hype House and mm-hmm. then a couple classes down at Hot House Yoga. Perfect. Feeling good. The inversion stuff is crazy down there, though. Like, I've been really trying with that. Yeah, just uh, do a little headstand. I mean, I can't do a headstand. I'm no. close, but. Did uh, you see that lady on Monday bit.
1: doing a full headstand uh, and then the
0: splits? There's some people in there that are <laughs> unbelievably good. Don't let that intimidate you though. I, no, find it God, very, no. I find it very inspiring. It's an incredibly welcoming environment. I mean, there's people that are like yeah. light years better than us at yoga, sure. but that's totally fine. And we still get a great workout. It's uh, it's an awesome place. How was it today?
1: It was so good, except I left my water in the hall. Oh. And so halfway through class, I was like, oh shoot, I must've left my water in the car. And then I get out and it was in the hall the whole way. And uh, I'm like, oh, but that's okay. So you
0: did a whole class without water. Yeah, it I was don't brutal. even know. I could not have done that.
1: Well, I am um, a superior athlete, so... <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, but I need to—I do need to say this. This is not sports-related. Yeah. Prior to class, I was chatting with um, this police of, Missoula police officer who... He's at class all the time. He's a, he's a total yogi. And I said, okay, I was really hoping I'd see you today. Can you give me the lowdown on what happened at Hellgate High School oh, yesterday? Oh, gosh. Okay. So he gave me the lowdown and... It was, yeah, a girl posted a social media threat and they locked down Hellgate High School and then all the schools in Missoula very wisely were in a lock-in position because they couldn't find the girl and they didn't know if she was saying she was going to, you know, do something at Hellgate, but then maybe it would do something at the other school. My point is this, the Missoula Police Department did such a great job yesterday The FBI, they had the um, sheriff's department, they had highway patrol, they had, you name it. They were at the schools, they were handling it. They found the girl, they arrested her and three friends. Um, So if you see a police officer, you should thank them today or tomorrow because, I mean, they're keeping our kids safe, so. I just had to give that
0: shout out. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot we could say about this. More than anything, though, thank you to all those people. And
1: uh, we're not going to get into the other stuff. Yeah, we yeah. are just going to be grateful for totally. our, our kids being safe yesterday.
0: Very good. Very well done, Missoula police officers. Yes. Uh, Chicken Does No Sports presented by uh, Hot House Yoga, uh, as well as the Hype House. What else you got?
1: Okay. Aaron Rodgers was out in Los Angeles. Guess what he was looking for? He was
0: shopping. (laughs) Your face. What was he looking for? Crystals. Oh, okay. He was looking for some new crystals. See, now we've reached this weird crossover (laughs) point. Where Aaron Rodgers was driving me crazy, and I was loving you, making fun of Aaron Rodgers, and now Aaron Rodgers is doing all this stuff that some people think are crazy, that That I actually think is awesome, Mm. that I actually like even partake in. I certainly believe in the energy of crystals. I have crystals myself. What's Aaron Rodgers going to do with this crystal? Well, we
1: don't know. Was he looking for citrine? That brings you luck. Was he looking for (laughs) jade? Which I don't know what that does, but- We don't know what he was looking for, but he was in L.A. He was uh, getting crystals. Now, if he really wants to get good crystals.
0: Northern Arizona.
1: Yes, but also Spencer Pratt from the Hills has (laughs) his own um, crystal company called What's the Hills? What? Only the best reality show from 2004.
0: Is that like Laguna Beach? Yeah,
1: it was like the... Conclusion when did, they moved to LA.
0: Did you know that I went to Mexico with all those people from Laguna Beach? No, we're gonna have to discuss that. When I was seventeen years old.
1: Okay, we'll discuss that. No one here cares,
0: but I do. <laughs> well, I don't even <laughs> know what, what we're talking about at Pratt
1: all. Pratt Daddy, Crystals.
0: Okay, Pratt. He owns a crystal. He owns shop. a
1: crystal company. Okay. Pratt Daddy, Crystals, and I think Aaron Rodgers. This would be a great collab. Okay. 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 That's all. That's really all I have to say.
0: That's okay. Well, Aaron Rodgers is uh, sort of stuck right now because he s- supposedly was traded, but then wasn't traded, and now he hasn't been traded, and so nobody could knows. Could he just
1: quit? I mean, he's not stuck, right? Like, he yeah, could just he's be done. Yeah, still, but
0: he still has time on his contract, and he's- Oh, he does have
1: time on his contract. Okay. And he's
0: making like $51 million How, a how year. much time
1: on his contract? I don't know. He signed okay. an
0: enormous deal, though.
1: Well, maybe he should go to a tarot card reader or perhaps- (laughs)
0: Bring his crystals.
1: Yeah, or perhaps a crystal ball reader. Is that a thing? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I mean, his darkness retreat didn't help. Uh, Yeah. Maybe some ayahuasca.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I don't don't know. know what
1: to say. All I know
0: is it's going to be so funny if all this stuff works and he comes out and wins he, he might won't. not he might not get traded to the 49 or the Jets he might get traded to the 49ers and if that happens they might just go win the Super Bowl and that don't would think be so. hilarious. How
1: would that happen? Did they win last year?
0: No, but they oh. have been perennially good. they're very much in contention. The thing that they need is a quarterback. I mean they have their little seventh grader Brock Purdy that you love. I do? You don't even remember. Who is he? Oh, my gosh. He's the very childlike-looking quarterback who was their backup quarterback. You don't even remember. I have no idea who you're talking about. I know you don't. (laughs) Uh, Carolyn, the 2 doesn't even remember sports when she learns them. uh, Here at ESPN Radio, what else? Anything?
1: I'm going to end on a good note. Okay. White Sox player Liam Hendricks.
0: Never heard of him. Sounds good.
1: He was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, bummer. And he just finished his final cancer treatment. Um, He had to go... To treatment, I think it was every day for 28 or 35 days or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah. But he might come back. He might be back on the field in June. Whoa!
0: Wouldn't
1: that be amazing?
0: That would be crazy. So
1: let's send well wishes to Liam. I'm sure he's listening right now.
0: Uh, to certainly.
1: Um. There's
0: two players on the White Sox with Missoula ties. Who? Um. Bummer, Aaron Bummer. Mm-hmm. He's got family here in town. His, I can't remember if it's his mom or his aunt Okay, works at the place my mom gets her hair done.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: there's also a kid from Missoula. Actually, he might've moved on now. Cody, can't remember his last name. It's so bad of me to not remember. Either way, Missoula connections on the White Sox. Yeah,
1: size. the White Sox suck. Cubs rule. So, <laughs> but I'm excited for Liam Hendricks. Well,
0: very cool. I hope he, hopefully he gets back healthy and uh, gets back on the field.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh What else?
1: That's really all I have. Okay. Is there something I'm supposed to know? No. You were asking me about Pro Day or oh, Pro...
0: No, I was telling you about Pro Day and you had no idea what it was. Right. Do you want to know? You don't even care.
1: Something like where the they come and scout these guys that are they, playing football. They
0: run and jump in front of the NFL scouts. So they do a vertical jump, And they a broad do it naked.
1: Jump. I mean, in a, lot undies. Of, they, a lot
0: of people call it the underwear Olympics because they wear like their pro combat Nike dry fits and w- they run with their shirts off to show off their physiques.
1: Oh, okay, but are they wearing like tight shorts?
0: Mostly, yeah. Okay,
1: okay. So it's, it's like they're. Why? Why are they doing that? Why don't they just wear normal clothes?
0: Because <laughs> they want the scouts to see their bodies.
1: What kind of what kind of situation is happening? This is, this the is NFL, gross.
0: That's the NFL in a nutshell. Okay, this meat is, market. That's what it is. Sounds
1: like grooming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. All the hot button issues of the day covered in one radio I'm segment. I'm just
1: saying, like, there's no need for them to be showing off. The, if this was were women, would they be doing this?
0: Um, you know, I don't know. Hmm,
1: interesting. <laughs> Something to think about. Uh, Who's looking out for our young, privileged men? Huh?
0: Yeah. I will. I don't think there's any controversy behind <laughs> guys taking their shirts off to run for NFL scouts. To be clear, okay. my opinions are not shared with chicken doesn't those <laughs> sports.
1: You and Aaron Rodgers probably. Think.
0: Uh, yeah. Hey, your guys here. We gotta go. All right. Chicken does little sports presented by Hot House Yoga and the High Pals. Thank you, Carolyn.
3: Thanks. Now on 102.9 ESPN, Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX
0: Montana Television. Hope you have a great day. The sun is shining in western Montana for the first time in a really long time, so that is a welcome sign, and we might even get to play some golf soon. You listen to Nuanas now on ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television around the great state of Montana, as well as on the ESPN MT app. Time now for our Big Sky Spotlight. Big Sky Spotlight highlighting various storylines from around the Big Sky Conference. It's presented by Maldonado Law. Dave Maldonado and his team established a reputation as some of the best trial lawyers in the state of Montana. Dave is an ace when it comes to criminal defense as well as personal injury. You can call Maldonado Law anytime at 406-552-4653 or even easier to remember, visit BigSkyDefender.com. We go down to the regular players RV phone line. Welcome in, a first-time guest. He's the new head coach for the Weber State football team. It's Mickey Mental. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. I know this is funny and strange since we never actually met in person, but we really appreciate you taking some time today. How you doing?
2: Good, man. Uh, I agree with you. I think uh, first time sunny in Ogden and, and not snowing, so 100% there and uh, happy to be uh, a part of this. Well, let's talk about uh, your new position. You were hired there at
0: Weber State a couple months ago. You were the offensive coordinator there for the Wildcats uh, last season. What's it been like taking over? I know you've been a head coach before, but uh, your first Division One head coaching job. So what do you think of the challenge and what's it been like these last couple months since you took over as the head coach?
2: Uh, It's been seamless, Um, surrounded by great people, great staff. Obviously, Coach Hill did a tremendous job here, uh, laying the foundation here at Weaver. So it's been seamless. Uh, My first head coaching job happened during COVID, so this one's off to a better start. So often uh, when there's
0: a coaching change, it's because things weren't going so great. Uh, But this coaching change, it's because Jay Hill has moved on to a different opportunity uh, there at BYU. And uh, he leaves a great legacy there at Weber State. I think you could argue he's one of, if not the greatest head coaches in the history of Weber State football. So what do you think of just sort of the state of the program? And uh, is that something you you like, that you think is an advantage, taking over a program that's been so stable and so good here for the last nine or ten years?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I would second that. He's probably the greatest coach here at, at Weber State. Uh, history and you know, obviously having the the cover full is better than having the cover bare. Um, but obviously, really excited to get started. Uh, you know, going into the season, that we've had great practices so far this spring, and and just continue getting better each and every
0: day. Mickey Mental joining us here uh, on Duana's now. He's the new head coach for the Weber State football team. Jay Hill such a a well-earned reputation as a great defensive coach and a great special teams coach. You as an offensive coordinator, I'm assuming you're an offensive guy. So what's that transition point like for a program when they go from uh, being led by a defensive guy for nine years to now uh, maybe somebody with more of an offensive philosophy?
2: Um, I, I think I think it's the same. Uh, like I tell a lot of people, I've chose the same reasons as uh, a lot of people choose Weaver. It, it's a great program with, with great people, great players, um, great coaches. Um, so we're going to continue doing the same things, which, it, which is good for our players so that they can grow from year to year and stay in the same system and, and be successful. Um, so obviously, I, I think it's definitely a plus.
0: Weber State has done a, a great job as an athletic department, but particularly as a football program, in mining and recruiting the great talent that exists there in the state of Utah. How much of that remains a priority for you, and, and maybe what's different about uh, the way you, you hope to assemble your rosters currently and moving
2: forward? Uh, I think I think we stay, this, stay the same course. Uh, obviously, wherever um, I'm at, home state is obviously the most important. Um, so we will continue recruiting, say, Utah with the high the highest priority and then obviously supplement our roster from from neighboring states and uh, down south in Texas.
0: When it came to you just initially coming to Weber State, I know you spent a, a good amount of time at Notre Dame College, which is a great Division II school there in Ohio, including a couple seasons uh, as the head coach. What was the initial time? What, what was the first thing that first led you to Ogden?
2: Uh, the people. Uh, obviously, Coach Hill, and then obviously once you meet uh, the staff, uh, it's second to none. I'm surrounded by great men uh, uh, of character that want to help young people be successful on and off the field. And then uh, when you when you look at how they play, and that, that fits me. I'm a Midwest guy. I believe in being fast, physical, and violent at, at the point of contact. So it kind of checked all the boxes for me.
0: What do you hope... Uh- Maintains is the the consistent identity there at Weber State, and what do you hope to make the the identity? Well, maybe maybe what's different about the identity you hope Weber State football uh, encompasses as you take over now as the head coach?
2: I don't think there's necessarily a change in the culture. Uh, like I said, I believe in the culture. That's why I came here. I, I think it's just um, expanding what we do offensively to complement the defense that's been in special teams that have been here. So. That's been so successful for so many years. Um, so just, just uh, you know, taking that next step offensively to uh, obviously competing for a Big Sky championship. And if you're competing for Big Sky championships, you got a, a chance at the national championship.
0: No doubt about it. Mickey Mantle joining us here. It's our Big Sky Spotlight. He is the new head coach at Weaver State, taking over for Jay Hill after nine seasons under Coach Hill, including perennially in the playoffs and uh, oftentimes a top ten team uh, in the FCS. What do you think of your current roster, and how spring ball been going? I mean, what sort of things have you learned about the team that maybe you didn't know before, and, and how have you thought uh, the spring session has gone so far for you guys?
2: Oh, it's been great. I mean, we've been able to get all our practices in, so that's a, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. In this weather. Uh, so that's a credit to the administration to obviously get everything situated so we can, uh, you know, practice. But uh love where our team's at uh i think that they're even hungrier um to to come back and go further than what we did last year but it, it's a daily process for us um just getting better each day not focusing on the long term goals those things will take care of itself but just focusing on the present and how do i get better each and every day
0: one spot people are definitely going to have eyes on is your quarterback position. Bronson Barron in the transfer portal this last off season, but I know you have some guys that have been in the program returning. So just break that one down for us. What do you think of just what you got coming back at quarterback?
2: Love where our quarterback room is. Uh, you know, obviously getting Kylin Weiser back was, was a, a huge uh, gift for us uh, once he got in the portal and then came back. Um, having him come back and and just being that stable veteran um, I thought he's had a great spring so far Um, behind him obviously Craig Cooper started games and then uh, we have two young guys Brian Harp and and Jacob Hall who has done a great job and then Richie Munoz uh, from California and Dylan Gutierrez uh, obviously coming in here in the summertime as freshmen but we're really excited about them and and what they can provide um, in the present and the future You mentioned just how competitive this
0: uh, league is, and it's been fascinating to watch it uh, grow. This will be our, uh, I think, 18th football season covering the Big Sky Conference. And uh, certainly uh, some some perennial powers, but also so many different programs that have gotten a seat at the table in terms of national relevance. So what do you think of just the the lay of the land in the conference? Was there anything last year in, in your first year in the Big Sky that surprised you?
2: Uh, not surprised me. I, I've been, I've known the big sky, um, for quite some time. Had, had obviously coaches that have coached out here that I'm close with. My old offensive coordinator in, in college was Ian Shoemaker, who was obviously at Eastern Washington, and then a couple other guys that have played in the big sky that I coached with. So I knew the, the, obviously, pedigree, but, you know, witnessing for the first time, you know, it, it, it's, I mean, it's well coached teams day in and day, or week in and week out that you got to be prepared or you're going to get beat. So, um, like I said, it's the best conference in America, in my personal opinion, uh, top down. And obviously, uh, it makes it fun as a coach to compete week in and week out and not have uh, any any easy games. Mickey Mintle, new head coach for the Weaver
0: State Wildcats here uh, on the Big Sky Spotlight. Uh, last thing for you, Coach, what is the goals between now and, and your first game of the season what do you hope to get done here uh, and what are the the top priorities uh headed into the 2023 campaign
2: uh, i think it's just you know expanding our culture providing leadership from our players um but more importantly just taking it day by day like i said uh earlier uh, i think if we take that approach uh you know We'll, we'll definitely get better if obviously our standard has to get reset each and every day and we're trying to exceed that standard. But stay healthy and obviously build on what we what we accomplished last year. But obviously this is a new team and, uh, you know, new leadership. Um, you'll get some new leaders that, you know, you didn't think you had the year before. So very excited about that and, and the trajectory of this team.
0: Well, we appreciate it. We very much look forward to meeting you this summer at the uh, the Big Sky meetings there in Spokane. But best of luck with everything uh, between now and then. And uh, we can't wait for football already. But thanks so much for making some time for us here today.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, y'all.
0: Mickey Mental, our Big Sky Spotlight is presented by Maldonado Law. If you need help fighting back against criminal charges, Dave Maldonado is your guy. Steadfast legal representation when you need it most. Dave is one of the most successful trial lawyers in Western Montana. He's got more than 10 years of litigation experience. If you need any sort of legal help from criminal to personal injury to DUI, visit BigSkyDefender.com. Grizz Spring Game. Tomorrow, we'll be broadcasting live from Washington Grizzly Stadium. Get you set up for your Friday And for this, keep it right here. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company on behalf of both ESPN Missoula and Skyline Sports. Here with some of our friends from Blackfoot Communications, one of our great business partners at both entities. They've done so much for us in helping us develop so many different things at Skyline Sports. Also help bring you our ESPN Radio podcast network as well. We're here with Hannah Kreiss from Blackfoot Communications. She is a business development representative. Tell people just about your history at Blackfoot. How long have you been at Blackfoot?
1: Yeah, I've been at Blackfoot three years now.
0: When it comes to just uh, your actual job title, what is it that you do? I mean, what is your primary things that uh, go on in your day-to-day at Blackfoot?
1: Yeah, so I target and work with small businesses um, and just helping them get connected to internet and phone services just smaller grade equipment and services that they might need and not all of the bigger enterprise.
0: What's your favorite part about your job at Blackfoot?
1: I like connecting with people and meeting new people and going out and just having those conversations and getting to know them in the community.
0: And how about just the organization in general? I mean, it it, it seems like such a great company to work for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's very community-based, very family-oriented inside as well, and it's definitely very enjoyable.
0: If you want to find out more about Blackfoot Communications in general, visit goblackfoot.com. Great website, very easy to navigate. They can help you with all sorts of things, from small business development to any sort of fiber, internet, communications, anything like that. Small business networking, all of it. Visit goblackfoot.com. This is is Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I can't believe Happy Gilmore's Caddy withdrew from the Masters. <laughs> Welcome back. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas. It's not actually Happy Gilmore's Caddy. Will Zaltores just looks like the kid who played Happy Gilmore's Caddy, or kind of does. That joke's kind of over now, though, because Will Zaltores, when he first was sort of making waves, he was just this very young, teenage looking. Kid who was just kind of taking golf by storm, and now he's just a top 10 guy in the world. So the, uh, the joke is sort of over. Regardless, he had to withdraw from the Masters today, as did Kevin Na. We'll come back to the Masters, though, because right as I came back in the studio, Andrew started yelling at me through the glass, and now he's sending me stuff on Twitter. Breaking news out of Moscow. This is for from CREM2, uh, which is actually in uh, Spokane. Travis Green reporting this. He's a reporter there at CREM2 in Spokane. He says, breaking, John Newley, no longer the head coach, Idaho women's basketball. He says, confirmed with multiple sources, Newley has led Idaho women's basketball since 2008 and is the program's all-time winningest coach. So it does not define... If this is a dismissal or a resignation or a mutual parting of ways. But either way, uh, John Dooley is the was at least the second tenure, second longest tenured head coach in the Big Sky conference, tied with Seton Soboleski at Idaho State and behind only Trisha Binford at Montana State. So this is uh this is certainly big news. Idaho has had some uh strong moments since returning to the big sky conference under john newley they won the first ever neutral site big sky tournament they've played in the championship game several times and uh, they've more often than not made noise in the tournament uh, the, the big sky tournament but they, they haven't been that good the last couple years and this year they were they were pretty poor and uh, so I, I that's just an objective truth i'm not saying that these those two things are correlated We will certainly find out more about this, but uh, Andrew, instant reaction?
4: Yeah, well, weren't we just talking when we were talking about Darian White's transfer about how Beyonce B was going to be the only player from the first team (laughs) all-conference who was left in the Big Sky Conference, and that was going to give Idaho a leg up? I don't think that's going to be true anymore, Coulter.
0: For sure. Yeah, it'll be fascinating to see where Idaho turns, but there's going to be new... Coaches both sides for uh, Idaho men's and uh, women's basketball. Uh, after Zach Klaus was dismissed, following I guess in the locker room, basically after the the final game uh, of the uh, regular season. Do we do we have any thoughts on the uh, the new hiring there at Idaho? Not really, Alex
4: Pribble, right? I, Pribble, yeah. Just, I no, I don't really know anything about him. I'm just going to sort of wait and see. Um, you know, Nigel Burris entering the portal after
0: that hire was announced was interesting to me. Nigel Burris, by the way, the big sky rating freshman of the year, he picked up offers from both Montana and Montana State today, so that's interesting. He also no, has a couple more uh, quote-unquote big-time offers as well. That's not surprising.
4: Burris sort of fits the profile of a guy who... That's what the Grizz need, right? Is a is a, a slashing wing? For sure. And I was going to say he fits the profile of a guy who might want to take a step up in his own conference. Sure. Uh, because, you know, he was the freshman of the year, but he wasn't great last year. But I think he probably proved enough to get a shot, I guess, with one of the better teams in the conference and then maybe use that as a stepping stone. But if you say he's got some bigger offers, maybe he just ends up out of the Big Sky Conference altogether. So with, with Pribble at Idaho, I don't think they have a ton coming back on that roster yeah. next year to feel, feel optimistic about. So we'll have to grade him with a, a, a grain of salt there, but um, just sort of waiting to see what happens.
0: Pribble, by the way, he comes from Seattle U, where he's the associate head coach under Jim Hayford. He was the head coach at St. Martin's for five years, but also then coached for Jim Hayford at Eastern Washington. So he has been in the big sky before. Now, interesting because Hayford, certainly one of the most unique coaches I've covered in the Big Sky Conference, a guy that definitely thought outside the box, brought a, a completely different style to Eastern Washington than what they had employed in the in the past, and his footprints are still all over the league because Eastern has still played that system, even though they've had multiple coaches since then, Chante Leggins and now David Riley, who were both Hayford assistants, and now Pribble. Uh, a Hayford assistant in the Big Sky, so uh, Hayford did a great job at Eastern. There's no question about it. He's the guy that laid the foundation for them being one of the top programs in the Big Sky Conference. I also just didn't see that in the uh, <laughs> in my in my crystal ball that that Jim Hayford would have a coaching tree in the Big Sky Conference, but he does. And uh, I mean, good for him. It, it's a very entertaining style of basketball to play. So uh, it, it's interesting too because. We talk about this a lot, but we put so much into analyzing coaches when they call timeouts, how they deal with the media, you know, their in-game um, logistics, play calling, demeanor, mannerisms—all that we 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 dissect it all the time, and and are you know oftentimes very critical of it. And sometimes I think we make it overcomplicated just so that we have something to talk about. The number one factor, to if Alex Pribble is successful at Idaho is the same factor probably for Weber State football under Mickey Mantle, who is the new coach there who just joined us. It's the same thing across the league. Like right now, Danny Sprinkle is taking the league by storm as the head coach of Montana State. Springle's a phenomenal coach. He's got a great culture. His guys play hard. They play together. But make no mistake of why Montana State's the two-time defending Big Sky Tournament champions. They got the best players. Travis Secure. Seemed like a really good is a good coach. And he seemed like an excellent coach that was on his way to the Pac-12 when he had the best team in the league, the best most well, talented players in the league. The Grizz still have good talent, but they haven't been quite to that level they were at for a couple of years when they went to back-to-back NCAA tournaments. When you talk about Jim Hayford and Shante Leggins and and I mean, all these guys, Randy Ray. You know, don't wonder when Randy Ray was at his best during his 16 seasons at Weaver State? When he had the best players. <laughs> and so that's what it really comes down to is all those other things are what is going to help you lure players for sure. That's what's going to help you keep players. But the the definitive answer to if Alex Pribble will be successful at Idaho is if he can recruit. And if he gets great players there, they have a chance to be a lot better. And if he doesn't, uh, they don't. And that's just kind of the way that the cookie crumbles here in the modern day of college sports. Missed anything in today's nuances? now. Another... Uh, Far-flung and uh, widely various uh, show here today. Uh, we talked about a variety of, of uh, different things. Took you around the wide world of uh, the headlines of Montana from Josh Bannon signing professionally to three Class AA girls basketball jobs open in Billings to Leah Beatty in the transfer portal to a new McDonald's All-American transferring to Montana State. We also uh, heard from Carolyn, the ticket doesn't know sports. We had a great discussion about now, some of the conversation points stemming from Sunday's Women's Division One National Championship game, and we also heard from Mickey Mental, his debut on this show, the uh, new Weber State head football coach. All of it on the New Is Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com, the M store where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, your go-to spot to get your blue and gold on game day or any other day. We'll be back at it tomorrow live from Washington Grizzly Stadium leading up to the Grizz spring game. We'll see you then. The no one is now ESPN Radio.